Hi everyone, Chris McLean back with another episode and on today's episode I have Viola from Effortless Marketing and they help small businesses mainly in the wellness industry create a profitable overall digital marketing presence so they can get consistent quality leads and generate more revenue. Sounds super cool, Viola. Thanks for joining me. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me. My pleasure, my pleasure. So how, how did this journey come about for you? How did your, what, what's your background in marketing? Did you have a background or did, did this sort of happen by accident? How did effortless marketing come to be? It actually, I don't have a background in marketing it, and it totally happened by accident. Mm-hmm. I was a systems analyst at uh, Shell Canada oh, wow. and uh, uh, I worked there for about 11 years. Super job, really, I can't complain. And what the problem was is that I was getting bored. <laughs> so um, so I decided to quit. I actually quit in 2008, and it took me almost a year to, I don't know, to know what I want to do when I grow up, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so um, uh, uh, yeah, that's how I started. Uh, at Shell, my job, a very small portion of my job was to update the intranet for our department, which right. was a purchasing department. So I got mm-hmm. trained in HTML, and at that time, Dreamweaver was the... Yeah, yeah. Uh, good old Macromedia, <laughs> Macromedia Dreamweaver. I know. So so I got trained in those, and I, I never thought of it much. But um, so in 2009... A friend of mine who had a commercial cleaning business uh, remembered that I did something with a website at Shell, and he was very frustrated with uh, the web designer that he did. He paid already to create a website for him, right. and nothing materialized. So um, he asked me to to do it for him, and I said, "Well, gee, okay." So I looked into it. I um, created his website. Uh, thank God it's not on uh, online anymore because <laughs> 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 but at that time it was good and he was really happy and I enjoyed the process. So I thought, I, this is what I want to do when I grow up. But that yeah, was cool. one part of the business. Wow. Yeah, it's funny how we sort of fall into these things sometime and you connect the dots from something you used to do and somebody has a problem with something like a website or a friend of a friend, someone in our network is doing something that we can step in and help with. And then off the back of that, we create these businesses. It's very cool how that happens. So sort of you started with sort of web design and then how did you expand from there? Where did you? Yes. Yes, I I started with a web design. So even though I was taking care of our intranet at Shell, I never did anything from start to finish. I never never created a website, so that was brand new to me. But being familiar with systems and whatnot, it kind of came easy um, to, to, you know, put the pieces together. And uh, I created the website, and then I started just asking everybody, do you want a website? (laughs) (laughs) That's the way to to build a business, tap into your network, right? Super underrated. Yeah, for peanuts or even nothing. It's just to get Mm. uh, the experience. And um, after a while, I was like, okay, I'm building these websites. People are starting to pay pay me money. And um, where are they? (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, how come they're not showing up when, when you know, people are looking for that uh, service right. or that product? Right. So that's how I came across search engine optimization. Uh-huh. Yeah, cool. So then you added, started adding that to the work that you were doing. And, yes, did, did, and was that self-taught as well? You just sort of worked out how to do SEO? Everything is self-taught. Wow. I never uh, really went to university for this mm-hmm. or, or college or anything like yeah. that. I took and I still take many courses i go to internet marketing conferences all mm-hmm. over the place and learn a lot mm-hmm. um uh, but i never officially uh, got a certification uh, or anything like that so yeah. yeah i think that's brilliant that's that's the, the world we live in give we have access to all the information it's how well can you learn it implement it and then turn it into something that you know, actually gives benefit to somebody else so, yeah, yeah. I, I love that way of learning that, that's what I, I, I thought, you know, especially in this industry, I think things are changing so fast. And if you mm-hmm. wait for a curriculum to be developed at a college or whatever, and then you learn it, by that time, pretty much a lot yeah, of stuff is outdated. Whole, so. yeah. yeah, it's moving monthly, right? Yeah. Weekly, monthly. Yeah, it's very, very fast paced. Yeah, so you were asking, uh, yeah, that that's what I started implementing, search engine optimization. Mm-hmm. And really, when I think back, I, I just did it by intuition, really. Mm-hmm. I knew that this is a good service and I should provide it. But if I look back, this is really what saved my business because right. it gave a lot of stability to my business. I didn't have mm-hmm. to chase clients every single month for a new web design. Yeah, so, so gave uh, that recurring revenue. Yeah, I got the recurring to this day. I have clients actually who've been with me for over eight years Wow. So paying every month. So that's what stabilized my business. So everybody's happy. It's a win-win situation. My clients mm. are happy because somebody's taking care of their online marketing and I'm happy because I'm getting paid every month and I don't, I have some stability. Of course, I still need new clients and all that, but yeah. 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 yeah it's super important to have that recurring revenue inside an agency business. If you, as I say, if you have to, if every month you got to start over again and go oh. out and get another five clients, another five clients. <laughs> You, it's great to continue to do that, but it's much more difficult than if you can just create that consistent stream where every month someone's giving you a thousand bucks, five hundred bucks, two yeah. grand, yeah. and it's just recurring. Particularly, like amazing, like you can run that for eight years. That I means know, that you're, I'm you're, that you're, you're, <laughs> you must be providing a high quality service, and those clients <laughs> must be getting valuable return on their investment, right? Otherwise, they they wouldn't stick with you. For, for that for that amount of time it was actually generating whatever yeah. you're charging them they're getting much more value off the back end from you I believe so uh, otherwise why would they and not just one yeah. because I have many like that who've been with me five years four years so mm. um, it's it's um, almost like a boutique style business because it's so personal and yeah. uh, we yeah. over the years became friends too so yeah. Yeah, amazing. So, is, is that sort of where you you limit that service? You do website and SEO. Is that have you expanded into other areas of sort of? The, I mean, digital marketing is such a massive. Yeah, I know. Right, I such know. a massive piece. There's so much entailed in it. Is is that where you really specialize, or have you looked at other things like funnels and uh, all that? We other can stuff? we can set up funnels, but it's not our our prime. Right. 
you know, for them. We're not really even asked to do that a whole lot because yeah. we service local businesses and they're not yeah. really into that, the, you know, the funnel generating uh, mm-hmm. uh, business. And uh, uh, yeah, we expand. So mainly still to this day, it's web design uh, with SEO in mind and, um, and uh, SEO ongoing SEO is what we provide as a main service. But we, uh, I expanded about three years ago. Well, slowly I expanded, you know, but anyway, three years ago, it was a, a bigger jump a little bit and um, uh, hired Petra, who's, uh, who's a certified Google ads, uh, I guess, person. <laughs> and, yeah, and so we yeah. do Google ads now. She does it. So but the company okay. takes some clients for Google ads. Okay, awesome. So is that your your te- the limits of your team? Do you have sort of remote teams? Do you have VAs? Do you have contractors, or is it a, a very small sort of focused boutique team that you run? Well, we have we have uh, so it's four of us, okay. and uh, uh, myself, and uh, we have Erica, and she's mainly like a project management, social media uh, kind of person. We don't do that. I wouldn't say that we're specialists in social media, it, only enough to help uh, SEO with it. Right. Yeah. So uh, it's not really focusing on that. Um, and uh, we have Petra uh, who does Google ads and she does other stuff too, but may, that's her main specialty. And then we have Joe. Joe is the first one I hired. He's the <laughs> web, uh, he's the web developer. <laughs> Okay, and he's the only one who's not here in Calgary. So I'm here in Calgary, right. Canada, and uh, okay. he's in Romania. All right. Cool. Cool. A glo- global presence. Um, so take us through SEO. What, what does SEO look like in 2021? And how, how am I mapping what I'm doing in, sort of search, in the search engines? How am I mapping that to my website? And what sort of content should I be producing? How regularly? Should I be should I be blogging every day? Should I be blogging twice a week? Um, what key? How many keywords should I be looking at? How do I optimize a website so that I'm going to get found on on Google search engine? Right. Um, so even right from the start, my idea was not to try to ever game the system. Yeah. So really a white hat style SEO, maybe mm-hmm. once in a while, gray hat, you know, but, yeah. <laughs> but not, you know, <laughs> but not black hat, nothing like the sensational, okay, cra- you know, burn and crash and whatever the saying yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, by the way, my accent is Hungarian. I'm from Transylvania. So oh, wow. originally, yes. <laughs> so, um, so, so, so the whole idea and to this day, I kind of stick to that mm-hmm. is uh, to have a website and build those pages as natural as possible. Even for the blogs, I always tell my clients, don't worry about keywords or anything. If you want to write about something, go for it. And after you wrote that content, then we'll massage it a little bit so the search engines understand it better. Right. Uh, but not to start off with, okay, I need to put in, you know, all those um, keywords and, Mm. It has to flow naturally. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're not trying to yeah. drop a keyword in every sentence just for the sake of yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's put it. I, I actually sometimes I get websites like that. It reminds me of that because last year I had uh, we had a dental dental office approach us and uh, 
and they uh, had a website built by uh, a big company, a big U.S. company, no names mentioned, but um, uh, it was full and full of their postal code, their uh, the Calgary and dental office yeah. and dentist, and it didn't make sense to humans. It it was embarrassing, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you read those, you do see those. So it's supposed dental clinic in Cal- Calgary can give you the best dental services in Calgary if you're yes, looking for dental yes. services in Calgary. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so avoid that. Avoid yeah. that if that's how you write in your blog post, people. Avoid that. Being obviously, you you want some sort of keyword density oh, in what you're writing. So what yes. as a, as a general rule, what am I looking at? If I, I can would... mention it a couple of times. Have yeah, it in my heading, times. like have it in, in an H1, have it in my headline, have it in a subhead and have it somewhere in the, the copy. Is that sort of enough? Yes. Well, uh, yeah, definitely have it in H1, like in the headline, and have it maybe in a, uh, in a subheader. Uh, I like to have it right at the beginning, at the start of the page, so to speak, in the first yeah. couple of sentences and in the last one. Have mm-hmm. maybe a link, but not exactly the same a keyword it could be variations of the keyword mm. so it it's 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 more natural yeah and uh but it i, I would say probably two two percent that's what i would okay. go with okay yeah in terms of using the same i mean a lot of businesses they have a and you say like a focus keyword like for me it might be agency coach or agency coaching obviously i don't want to put that into if that's my I want to use that on every single post and every single page that agency coaches the keyword. Do I start to look at um, sort of what's known as long tail keywords? And I, do I, is it better to have sort of long tail keywords as the, the focus keyword for a post? or For how, how most of the that? posts. So usually what, what I like to do, and I've done it even like years before, I like to do a keyword research mm-hmm. and um, then look for long tail keywords and then narrow down what's gonna go on pages and then what's gonna go on as, as blog posts. So let's say a client writes a, a blog post because I encourage them to write it, not us. Um, then if they write something, then I look through those keywords and say, okay, so what can we work with, with here? What kind of keywords can we use on that for that blog? And maybe modify it a little bit so it fits it. Because in my opinion, it's much easier to rank on the long tail. So let's say a long tail keyword rank has no, I don't know, 30 searches. I mean, we're dealing with local clients here. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, has a 30 search uh, volume. And um, the, the main keyword maybe has 1,600. But if we add up, if we start ranking for the 30, 50, 100 uh, search volume keywords, it adds up. Mm, and yeah, and right. it adds up and we're going to reach that 1600 a lot faster than just trying for that one main keyword. Mm. So rather than trying to compete for that more yeah. expensive one as well, right? Yes. Yeah. You can go for the, the longer tail keywords where so say for, for, I guess for people that don't understand what a, a long tail and a short tail keyword is, can you, can you explain the difference? Well, Okay, so uh, we have a roofing client, so that could be Roofing Calgary, 
And that's actually when he came to us, and that was about probably five years ago, and he says, I want to rank. I want to be number one for roofing Calgary. And I looked, I'm like, whoo, okay, that's going to take you like two, three years. It's going to be expensive. <laughs> but uh, clients don't really want to hear that because then mm. they think that, oh, well, you don't know what you're doing. Like, how come yeah, it's going to yeah. take that long? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially in the summer, like, it's expensive. It just goes up the price in the summer when it, I mean, for yeah. us, that's when the roofing happened. It's happening. Mm. Yeah. And so I, I, I explained to him and he understood and, and he's doing really well. But uh, so a short tail, whatever, a, a, a root keyword would be roofing Calgary. Yeah. And a long tail keyword would be um, residential roofing or shingles residential roofing Calgary. Residential right. roofing Calgary using shingles because that's what he specializes in, okay. and he okay. is raking it in with that, so mm. no problem. <laughs> mm. So th those long tails are essentially if you go to Google and you would search something, um, how to how to grow a business, how to grow an online business, how to grow an online digital marketing business in 2021 with YouTube. Right. So sort of the, is it those natural search terms that you're pulling out if somebody. That the thinking of if somebody goes to Google and they type something in, that's what you want to start to rank for? Yes, yes. So so uh, obviously looking at what people are looking for. And uh, I like to do uh, Google, I mean, sorry, keyword research in many ways, not just mm -hmm. in one way to see mm -hmm. really what the keywords are. So one would be Google search, you know, like, and... Um, that's a very natural way to to look at what people are looking for and the other one is using a couple of um of software like even uh google keyword planner you know yeah. and um, there's other ones and then then see what makes sense and also depending on what industry i'm i'm uh, looking for and what is a the buyer keyword and what is just a general keyword. So I try to look for buyer keywords when people are ready to, uh, you know, pick up the phone and uh, order that service or buy that product. Mm, okay, I think that that that's that's a really interesting distinction too. That I might have more brand keywords, right? Like for for a roof, it might be roofing. It might be how to how to protect your home in winter, how to blow up, something like that. But that's not necessarily a that's, I'm ready to yeah. buy signal. No. Is, is so, it in, would you have both of those, though, or are you really just oh, focused yeah, on the, time, the stuff that's going to drive sales? Right. Uh, I would have both because that's okay. only natural. Uh, but I would try to, to have more of the buying keyword. So a buying keyword would be... Uh, now that we're talking about roofing, even though I only have one roofer and I have many wellness clients, but <laughs> that's what I started talking about, I guess. Um, but for roofer would be roofing, residential roofing estimates. Right. You know? So yeah. I'm interested if that prospect is interested in finding an estimate, mm -hmm. then, it, then it's more already in that mindset of, of buying, like they're looking as opposed to, just roofing Calgary, maybe they just want to know how to repair their own roof or who knows, right? Mm. So something like that, would you, 
So something like that might be better directed to like an, a calculator, right? An, an estimator page or something like that, or a contact form. Absolutely. So, again, is that obviously that that's again that that's sort of that next part is with that term, where am I actually sending them? If, if every term's just sending them to the homepage and then they've got to search for that thing, that's not going to be as as, exactly. as good a user experience as Cal- roofing Calgary estimate. When I click on that, it takes me to an, a calculator, an estimator where I can do that sort of on yes, screen. Yes, yeah. because it's frustrating uh, to always land on a homepage and have to dig for mm. sure. So we try to always match the search with the that's on page SEO helps a lot with that to match the search with with uh, with the actual land you know the results the search results so yeah 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 incredible I'm sure that creates really good benefits for particularly like the the local businesses um, that you're talking because that that kind of service is something that I I need it or I don't um, in terms of the I guess the the broader side the the branding side. Do you, how do you sort of set that up for them? Are they looking at how, how how can we add value to a potential client? So maybe it is it's a blog post about how to protect your house during winter or top t- top tips for something or other. Is yeah. is it important to to have that kind of just value content as well in your website and in your yes your, your yes rankings? and that's right. Uh, always try to give give good value to whoever's visiting that website, my client's website. And um, some clients are still reluctant to to um, put on blog posts, uh, but some are not. And some mm. give us the, you know, they say, I, I, I want you to talk about this. And, and we would do the blog post for them. They would approve it and whatnot. I always prefer to get my information from the client and... Uh, get use their words so what we do is um, sometimes we have recording sessions <laughs> on okay. on uh, just on the phone uh, voice recording mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, talk about different topics and then we'll make those into posts because right. that trans- is the most trans- yeah. transcribing a phone call yeah transcribing yeah, cool. it and uh, and then we have their words cuz they know their mm. business i don't know their business yeah. so yeah. yeah i love that that's a great approach <laughs> yeah yeah, you're getting that 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 natural language, which which is again that sort of that that next generation, right? Where we're now, you can do voice search in somewhere like Google, right? You're not just typing; you're now able to do a voice command search. So, getting that natural language into the SEO yeah. is is that something that you're really sort of looking well, into I, now? I was I on and off. I think about it. I'm like. Mm. My my grandson, I have an eight-year-old. He only does voice search. He can find wow. anything. And even before he knew how to read and write, at age four and five, he could actually even <laughs> he could search for anything and and uh, type in everything without him knowing how to because he uses that functionality. So the yeah. next generation, for sure, they're going to use voice search a lot more than we are. Uh, so on and off, I think about it, and then I forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you're right. I think that it. I mean, we look at Google Home and Siri and all these voice command systems that we have, and it's literally Siri, go buy me more milk, and it will go and order milk online, right from from your yeah. local grocer, based on what you've done before. So I think that that really is coming, and that, that's a very interesting. I think from from a search perspective. 
and how you then those the keywords start to shift a bit right they start to become much more how i would speak naturally rather than what i would type which is which maybe there's a, a bit of a distinction there oh i i'm sure there is i never really studied it but it would make sense that there would be so oh. Yeah. 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 As I said, if a four-year-old's talking into their computer and and that's how they're searching, then that's you know that that's the generation that's going to start coming through. And um, just, I mean that yeah that that function and that feature is seems to be much more prevalent now. So I think that that's an interesting space. Is how does that translate to your on-page SEO? How does it change your keywords? I think that's a pretty interesting space to yeah, yeah. to sort of keep an eye on. Yeah, for sure. If we want to keep up with the times, it just, that's why I like this, this, this yeah. industry because it's always uh, something new and it's fast mm. and it uh, keeps me on my toes, keeps my brain working. I'm really afraid of dementia and Alzheimer's. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a great way to keep you on your toes, exactly. Keep you thinking all the time. Yeah. Trying to, yeah, deal with the iOS 14 changes and <laughs> everything else. Yeah, or the, the, the weekly, monthly, yeah, quarterly changes as these platforms very, very quickly oh, yeah. evolve. And as yeah. you said, we're, we're moving from text search to voice search. There's a whole new world and you know, AI and all this stuff's going to start to come in more and more. So the whole landscape's yeah. always exponentially shifting. So I'm sure it'll keep you very alert. I'm sure <laughs> as long as you keep going, you'll, uh, yeah, you'll uh, steer clear of any uh, dementia. <laughs> yeah. Constantly yeah. learning. <laughs> amazing thank you so much for y'all if people want to connect with you get their seo done better where's the best place for them to come and connect with you uh email is fine um you can message uh, email me at viola at uh effortless.marketing uh facebook linkedin i'm all their twitter I actually like Twitter too, still. <laughs> Just... <laughs> it's a lot of people on Twitter still. It's a, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's still a big ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. And we'll, uh, as always, I will link those in the show notes so you can, you're know, one click away from getting in touch with Fiola and getting some better SEO uh, for your website and getting your marketing up and running. Fiola, thank you so much uh, for dropping by the show. Thanks for everyone for tuning in. Um, been a really you. insightful show. Um, great to learn about the whole world of SEO because it's really, really important stuff tactically for your business and a great way to make sure that people that are out there searching for what you offer can find you when they're ready to buy stuff, right? <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much, Chris. That was fun. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. Same here. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one. Cheers. <laughs>